Welcome to the Underrepresented in Tech podcast, hosted by Michelle Frechette and Ali Nimmons. Underrepresented in Tech is a free database built with the goal of helping people find new opportunities in WordPress and tech overall. Hi, Ali. Hi, Michelle. How are you? I am good. I'm cold, but I'm good. Oh. It's like a, it's only like 11 degrees Fahrenheit here today, but that's okay. It's sunny. <laughs> it's sunny, and mm-hmm. I have my slippers on and a sweater, good. so we're good. Cool. <laughs> yeah, it's been super cold here too. I mean, not 11 degrees, but I think last night it got down. Well, I mean, yesterday it hailed here in Austin. It was in the <sighs> low 30s, which is it's that's the coldest it's been since I moved here last July. Um, I believe it. Yeah, is is pretty cold. Um, Although I prefer cold weather to hot weather. I like in between. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, ideally I like in between, but if I had to pick one of the extremes, I'm a, I'm a cold weather yeah. girl. <laughs> I love when people post like on Facebook and stuff, like the people who uh, complained about the heat in the summer are not allowed to complain about the cold in the winter. And I'm like, I reserve the right to complain about extremes. Yeah. Sue me. <laughs> I like complaining about everything all the time. <laughs> I love it. Well, I love your topic for today. So why don't you uh, lead us in and tell us what your idea is to talk about today? For sure, for sure. Well, I heard about this amazing new event that's coming Ooh, up. Tell me. Uh, it's called WP Career Summit. I don't know, I Michelle, I, I don't know if you've heard of that. Is that does that ring a bell I, for you? Um, it's, it's faintly familiar. I may have <laughs> built the website yesterday. <laughs> Well, I applied to speak at WP Career Summit this morning, um, mm-hmm. and the spoiler alert, the people who listen to our podcast may, if I get chosen to speak, that is, may get mm-hmm. a um, early uh, peak of, of my topic. Mm-hmm. I the, the talk that I submitted, um, rewind, back up, WP Career Summit is meant to, to distribute content about hiring and getting hired from what I gathered of the description, right? That was where my focus was like information Mm -hmm. for people who are looking to hire or information for people who are looking to be hired. Um, which was kind of tough for me at first. Cause I'm like, I run my own business right now and I don't, I don't, um, have any employees. (laughs) Um, so I was like, what could I really reasonably talk about right now? That is, that would be applicable to this, uh, to this event. Um, and so I started thinking about like reasons why either I've left companies before or reasons why I haven't applied for jobs before. Um, mm-hmm. And a lot of it comes down to company culture, like the culture that that company um, builds. And mm-hmm. I don't, I can't think of any other verbs right now. Um, but, and a lot creates. of that comes out, creates, yeah. Creates, mm-hmm. perpetuates, su- supports, sustains, all that kind of stuff. Um, and a lot of times you can tell a company's culture before you even like walk in the door, quote unquote. Um, I can often tell a lot based off of their social media, based off of the way that other people who already work there talk about that company or don't talk about that company. I can tell based off of the website sometimes what their culture might be like. Um, and so I picked that topic to talk about because... I think it's important for both sides of the equation, right? If you're looking for a job and you are an underrepresented person, a lot of times the company culture can have a huge impact on your experience as an employee in a particular place. Um, Mm -hmm. Because so many tech companies 
have a very specific type of culture that they like to sustain um, that is not very inclusive and is not very diverse. So being able to determine that before you even apply is really handy and helpful. Um, And business owners need to know and be aware of like, what is the vibe that I'm putting out there? What is the culture that I'm sustaining? Um, Maybe you do have a really great company culture and you're not communicating that to the people who are thinking about applying to work for you. So like, how can you do that? So yeah, I thought we could talk a little bit about that um, today on the podcast. For sure. (laughs) What are your thoughts and feelings? No, I think you're absolutely right. So there's been, there have been places um, where I've worked before, where as soon as I walked in the door after I got hired, I was like, oh my God, what am I doing here? Mm-hmm. This is, you can almost like the, the difference between how rosy everything is in an interview versus like the palpability of despair when you walk in the place. Yeah. <laughs> One particular place in mind, right? Um, it was a very small company. There were literally four employees. I was the fourth employee. And as soon as I walked in the door, I was like, I have made a grave error. Yeah. <laughs> I think I lasted three months until I found something else to go to. And then I literally quit on a Friday and said, I'm not coming back. Yeah. Like I didn't give two weeks notice. It's like, this is it. I'm done. I've mm-hmm. already packed my bag. Everything's in my car. I'm out yeah. because that's how horrible it was. So yeah. And no, I think, um, it's super important. I mean, companies, when they're hiring, look for you to be a good fit, mm-hmm. but it's so important to remember that when you are interviewing at a company, you are making a determination of whether or not you want to work at that place too. Yeah. So I'm constantly telling people, if you don't like it, you don't have to go back for a second interview. Mm-hmm. You can say in the middle of an interview, I don't want to waste any more of your time. I've, I've already decided this isn't a good fit for me and get up and leave. I mean, yeah. there you're not beholden to anybody mm-hmm. to try a job just because it was offered to you. Even if the money is amazing, yeah. if you're going to be miserable. It's not worth it. So uh, yeah. So fit is super important because culture is where that fit comes in. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And there's so many red flags that I've kind of learned over the years. Um, because like prior to me starting to work in WordPress, I didn't really have a lot of jobs. I started in WordPress really young. Like I, I worked in maybe three different places before this. And it was always just sort of like, I'm poor straight out of college and I really need a job. So like, are you hiring? Yes. Okay. I'll work here. Um, and the, the culture and the fit wasn't as important to me, but as I get older, it becomes more and more important and it becomes mm-hmm. more and more apparent to me when the culture is wrong. Right. So right. Yeah. I think we've talked about this on the podcast, but if I even just go to the website and I see, you know, all those awful buzzwords we hate, like ninja and rock star and guru and like, mm-hmm. that's not the culture I want to be a part of. Right. No. Um, I always look at a company's about page or team page. If I can't see any faces of the people that work there or at least see some names, that's mm-hmm. that's weird to me. Right. That's a um, red flag for sure. That that kind of shows that there's not a lot of a, that there's too much turnover, right? And so they can't keep up with the profiles on the website or that the people yeah. who, the people that work there aren't really proud of being there or the people who own the place are not super proud of, like, I want to see, because, and also the thing I look at, I hate, and we, there are companies in WordPress that do this. And so I don't want to make anyone feel badly, but I really hate when companies call themselves a family. Or when, you know, I that gonna, whole, if you we're a big said happy that I was family, you know, our employees right. are all, it's like, we're family. No, no, mm-hmm. no, we're not. 
Right. We're all here to make money. Are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. Like I consider certain people in WordPress like family. I consider you like family, Mm -hmm. but that is because we have a a connection that if both of us stopped working in WordPress today, we would still be friends, you know? Absolutely. Um, And so that's a huge red flag for me, right? Like, Mm -hmm. oh, join our family. Absolutely not. Do not, do not manipulate me like like that. That's that, that to (laughs) me is a form of emotional manipulation that -hmm. companies do sometimes inadvertently. Sometimes you really want to mean that, but it's Mm -hmm. not healthy. Um, Like I don't want to work for my dad and I don't want to work for anybody that's like my dad. So if that's what family means, then let's not do that now. Yeah, exactly. Um, So yeah, those are like things like just looking at a website. Those are, those tell me a lot about the culture. Um, As a woman, as a black person, I really like to see on a company website or on their social media, like, do you, what do you do for those communities? Right. Like, Mm -hmm. is your company culture, does that include, you know, giving money to charities or giving money to organizations, um, uplifting and including people of color and women? Like, even if you don't have anybody working for you at the moment who falls into one of those boxes, do you share content from people like that? Right. Like, Mm all of that kind of stuff is really important to me. And this is all even before I might've even like had an interview. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, I feel like I'm talking a lot. You go. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> you go. Tag your it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You know, I've been places, I've worked places before where I was the first woman to work there. Mm-hmm. I've been, pla- I've worked places before where I was the youngest person. I've worked mm-hmm. places before where I was the oldest person. And all of those come with different levels of, um, maybe anxiety, right? Mm-hmm. So, so like being the youngest person, you're sure you're going to be looked at as the person who knows nothing. Um, being the oldest person, you're sure you're going to be looked at as the person who knows nothing, especially in technology, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's true. And being a woman, you're sure you're going to be looked at as the person who knows nothing. So yeah. it doesn't matter where you fit in those kinds of places. Um, when I think I mentioned this before, when I did work for my father's company 30 years ago, it was 30. Oh my God. I'm so old. It was 30 years ago. <laughs> I worked for my father's company. And one of the ways that we were evaluated, um, annually was we did that 360 type review where other people had to give their inputs on how you worked. Mm-hmm. I was the office manager at the mm-hmm. time, right? I just graduated college, whatever. And it's an engineering company. So one of the things you were to, to evaluate people on was their technical skill. Mm-hmm. Well, the engineers didn't think about the fact that I had to be technically good at my job, not technically good at their job. So yeah. they all gave me like a one out of five. Luckily, my dad, who was like who owned the company said, yeah, they didn't understand the assignment. So we're not going to include that metric on your evaluation yeah. because I technically knew my job incredibly well. Mm-hmm. They couldn't do my job just like I couldn't do their job. I wasn't designing processing equipment. Right. Yeah. So, um, so having an understanding of what somebody's role is, is just as important and how that culture works, Mm -hmm. because if your job is not to build a website, then you should not be looking at somebody and evaluating their skill set and their fit in the company and how they might build a website. It's like the old adage about like, you could teach, you can't teach a fish to ride a bicycle. So you shouldn't evaluate them on whether or not a fish can ride a bicycle. Yeah. Something like that. And even just what I got out of that is like understanding um what the people you work with really do like having that kind of interdepartmental like I I hate working at places 
hate is a strong word. I just like working at places where the departments are very separate and it's like, you know, maybe only the department heads talk to each other, but nobody else mm-hmm. has any sort of communication because you're not, you're not understanding the big picture. You're not gaining an appreciation. Like those people you just mentioned don't have an appreciation mm-hmm. for what other parts of the team do. Mm-hmm. Um, so exactly. as an example, when both of us worked at give at the same time, I really loved when we had our monthly, we had a monthly all team meetings Yeah, and mm-hmm. we all, every, 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 everybody, no matter where you worked in the company, got on a call all of us together um, mm-hmm. and all of the departments shared, you know, what was going on and like gave particular people shout outs. And like, it was a really, really awesome overall look at everything that was going on. And it just put a lot of things into perspective. And, you know, when I would hear about like how many calls the um, customer support team would do that month or like how many, um, how many subscriptions Jeff specifically got back because he was always the one to get the most, right? Like, it exactly. really, I, I never really t- spoke with Jeff or had that much because, like, we were doing our own things all the time. But every month, like, mm-hmm. hearing about how great Jeff did, I'm like, now I have this really positive, like, loving impression in my head of Jeff as just a really hard worker who's really good at his job. And, like, that yeah. as a simple, like, culture thing is so important. Um, for like not a lot of effort too, right? Like I feel right. like people are like, oh, we have to reinvent our entire company culture and this is going to be so much work. We have to hire all these like consultants and blah, blah, blah. Just <laughs> give people the opportunity to appreciate each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm trying to think what, yeah. what like other examples of, of culture things that I really liked. A lot of it just came down to like having access to each other, having access to mm-hmm. other people, being able to appreciate other people. Um, and on the flip side of that, right, is like we talked about just now, like the whole family thing. Like, I feel like some companies are like, um, they go too far to try Mm -hmm. to like have all of these perks and all of these wonderful things that you can do and gifts and blah, blah, blah. And it's like that, that to me is not really culture that still reads to me as like emotional manipulation to where it's like, well, if you go into work and there's a, a foosball table and free snacks and, you know, all of these really cool things, we can treat you like garbage because, right. you know, we provide such a fun environment. And like, right. We I've, balanced it. We balanced the fact that we abused you on mm-hmm. one side by giving you foosball and a cereal bar on the other. Yeah, exactly. No, that doesn't work. It makes me sad. And I've worked at places that have done that, right? Like mm-hmm. given employees really great things and then kind of dangled that above them of like, well, look how nicely Mm -hmm. we treat you. Why are you not absolutely killing yourself for us? Right. Because of how, so like when we first started working at Give Together, I remember very clearly my first day of work, you Slack DM'd me and said, Hey, welcome to the team. I want to set, what's your email? I want to send you a Starbucks gift card. Mm -hmm. And I was already like, Oh no, it begins. Like I was super, I was scared of that, Michelle. I was really scared of that because I was like, I I do not want to be emotionally, I don't want to be given gifts and, and, you know, have that kind of that, have that start over again. And of course I realized over time that like you were just being nice and that's just a thing that you do, right. That's not a a company policy or anything like that. Um, No, that's just how I welcome other women into the company. (laughs) It's really sweet. And I appreciated it. Um, yeah, I think companies need to keep that kind of stuff in mind too, where like company yeah, culture sure. is not just like spoiling your employees. It's right. actually appreciating them mm-hmm. publicly and yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I don't know if stuff. you know this, but when I do hiring, so mm-hmm. like when I started hiring people um, way before I was working at Give, but, but especially when I started working at Give, one of the questions that I ask, and I don't think anybody has ever told me that they have ever heard this question in an interview before, but one of the questions I ask potential employees is other than financial compensation, what is a way that you like to be appreciated for the job mm-hmm. that you do? Mm-hmm. And for some people, it's like, I really just like an email. Um, just, you can call me up and tell me, text me, DM me, whatever. Um, for other people, it's like, they like public praise. Um, some people like, it'd be great if you took me to lunch once in a while. I mean, like, it depends on what it is, right? Mm-hmm. But um, even if they don't necessarily have a, a distinct answer, one thing they know is that I like to appreciate people. So they know that that's something that is part of my uh, supervision mm-hmm. is that I will find ways to appreciate you when you work for me. And I can't control all of the budget. I can't like just give you raises every time you do good stuff, but I certainly can make sure that other people know that you're doing a good job. I can write little notes on your desk. I can do, you know, you might come in and there's a chocolate bar, like anything like that. Because for me, that's making sure that people feel appreciated in a different way than the company. I want them to feel appreciated by their supervisor. Yeah. I love that. It's like your, your work love language. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do that. And it's that. not just work either though. I do that with my friends. I do that with my family, you know, like every once in a while, I'll just Venmo my daughter $30. I'll be like, you and your husband should go out to dinner tonight. Yeah. Just because, you know, that That's kind of so thing. Cute. So you're, you're yeah. a giver. You're such a giver. You know what I can, I do And for a long part of my life. I didn't have the ability to give because I didn't have the, the financial, um, mm coffers to be able to do that, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was always the recipient and I am definitely a pay it forward kind of person. So now that I can, I want to do for other people. Yeah. I, and that's what so, I love about you. Right back at you. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I can, I know we're running close on time because unfortunately I have a million meetings today, but I did want to bring things back to the career summit. If I might yes. just kind yeah, of put a little plug in that. for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what people may or may not know about me is in addition to the work that I do at WP or Stellar WP, what did I just say backwards? Stellar WP. Um, I'm also on the staff at PostStatus. Mm-hmm. And when Corey Miller hired me into PostStatus, I had, he hired me into, to write about underrepresentation and he hired me in to write about jobs because that's what he saw me doing mostly in the community. And since then, like, you know, I have a bunch of other stuff that I am empowered to do over there. But I said to him very early on, I think we should have a career summit. I've never seen anybody talk about jobs in WordPress, really. And I've certainly never seen anything that's actively um, trying to help people find jobs other than just putting postings out there. We do that with underrepresentedintech.com by trying to give people a better opportunity to be found. But one of the things I wanted to do is take what we've learned at WP, uh, at uh, Underrepresented Tech, take what I've learned in other places, my Wednesday tweets, for example, and turn it into a really actionable thing. And that is WP Career Summit. The website launched this morning, WPCareerSummit.com. Uh, we are not a nonprofit organization at Post Status. And so we are actually paying our speakers. It's not a ton of money, but every um, one of our speakers will be thanked with a $200 stipend. So if you are interested in speaking on hiring or on ways that people can um, improve them, their their um, job search process, whether that's how they do interviewing, how they do write their resume, things like that. 
go to wpcareersummit.com, certainly register to attend. It's free for everybody to attend. If you are a company who is interested in sponsoring, there's a page about sponsorship. And if you are somebody who would like to talk, there's a page uh, to apply to speak as well. Mm -hmm. 14 speakers, two tracks, one for job seekers, one for employers. And I am just, if you can't tell, super excited, super jazzed to be able to put this conference on. Um, yeah, I'm just super excited about it. So read about it on uh, Post Status, read about it on WPCareerSummit.com. Um, I have heard that it will be appearing on the Tavern today. I am very, very excited. So. That's so exciting. I'm really happy for okay. you. I, you've been talking about this idea. Like I've heard you talk about WP Career Summit as a concept for like a long time. So I'm yeah. so happy that it's finally becoming a real thing. Um and yeah, I hopefully I will be chosen as a speaker. I know that I don't get special treatment because of our friendship, um, but I'm <laughs> exactly. hoping I get chosen as a speaker. And if I don't get chosen, I will definitely still attend and support and all of that good stuff. Um, good. Yeah, congratulations. Thank you. And uh, unfortunately, got to wrap it up here. Don't okay. know what we're going to talk about next week. We have some ideas. Never but do. I always like to tease out that we don't know what we're going to talk about, but we might actually have some ideas, but then, you know, things always change. But <laughs> thank you, Allie, for being so amazing. Thank you, we'll you for being time. so amazing. See you next time. Bye. <laughs> Bye. This episode was sponsored by the following companies. NinjaForms. NinjaForms is WordPress form building simplified. Build beautiful, user-friendly forms that will make you feel like a professional web developer. No code required. If you're interested in sponsoring an episode, using our database, or just want to say hi, go to underrepresentedintech.com. See you next week.